Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, beautiful. Kate Harlow here. I just have a quick announcement before we get into this week's episode of the New Truth Podcast. I have a workshop coming up this coming Saturday. If you are listening to this episode the week that it, it comes out, March 16, 2021, um, my workshop is March 20th, Saturday, March 20th, and it's called Aligned Closure. Um, I ran this workshop back in February and it was an absolute hit. This is for women who are going through breakup or divorce, who are having a hard time unhooking from their past, unhooking from their former partner, um, or really just not knowing what to do next, not knowing who they are or where to go from here. Um, if that is you and you relate to this, this is for you. This workshop is so deeply healing, so nurturing to your heart, and will give you some tools on how to perpetuate yourself moving forward and how to create a life you love and how to finally get into alignment with who you really are so you can attract a love that's aligned with you. So I would love to have you join me if this is you the link is below this podcast episode in the notes, and it's also in my Instagram bio, Kate Harlow XO. Um, and if you know a woman who's going through this experience, who's been divorced in the last three to five years, or going through a separation or breakup of a significant relationship, this is for them. So please share this link. Um, it's happening March 20th. I would love to see you there and share some of these tips and tools with you so that you can navigate this time and use this time as a catalyst for epic new beginnings because you deserve it. So enjoy the episode, The Truth About Dating Your Type. Dating your type. Episode 63. He's not my type. Oh, they're not my type. Oh, I only date my type. Are you this person? Because <laughs> we are going to talk about the truths and the myths and really break this whole narrative up around dating your type or not. And I don't even understand this because I'm sure you've had you've heard this from your clients, right? my type are men that treat me like shit. Yeah. <laughs> my type. Women my that are type so attached. Are narcissists. <laughs> yes. Yes. The women that are so attached to types, usually the type is toxic. <laughs> and this is important to me. This is important to us because I really have been on a journey myself of what it means to honor my needs and to really understand my needs. And you've all heard my story it came from deep, you know, childhood trauma, dating toxic people who never showed up for me, who didn't actually love me for who I was. You heard my on again, off again story. And so if you're listening to this podcast, if you are here, 
the reminder of the message that healing and transformation starts with you. You will start dating different people and literally see the world differently when you do the inner work of knowing who you are and knowing what you need and changing your perception of how you see the world. You literally won't be able to see healthy, available people without doing inner work. We tell ourselves, I only want to date my type. And then if I just find my type, somehow he'll be different. And then it'll be a different pattern for me. I don't actually understand that. But you have to learn what is it that I actually need in a relationship? Do I know how it feels to even be seen in a relationship? And this is why having wonderful girlfriends is so powerful. But breaking up the narrative around you having a type, how about we make your type someone who treats you well? How about we make your type someone who actually wants the kind of relationship that you want for you? Because right now it's all an image. It's all an idea. And this is where so many women actually go seriously freaking wrong. And a big block to love is I have an idea about what it should look like or who my partner should be. And it's all imagery. It's all a vision, which is completely disconnected from your heart and your body. So then you have no idea what it actually feels like when you're sitting in front of someone who actually is right for you. What do you think? So true. Yeah. It ta- it just ke- keeps you out of your body, which is where your, your inner guidance system lives. You're, you, we, we um, have an episode coming up about that, all about intuition and inner guidance, but like your truth lives in your body. This is the new truth podcast is about learning how to break free from the matrix, break free, break free from the old paradigm of where we're living a life based on what we think we should be doing based on someone else's story of what our life is supposed to look like, what we are supposed to look like, what our partner is supposed to look like, right? Tall, dark, and handsome. He's funny. He's rich. He's successful. He's this, he's that. And, you know, when we have a type or a checklist, it keeps us completely disconnected from the power within ourselves. And so then you're out there dating and you're like in your head, trying to measure up this stranger against a list, which, you know, really toxic people can look amazing on a first date and you're measuring them up against a list that's about some fictional character that you haven't even met yet like the reality is you can't know I've, I've thought this so many times how how we spend so much time thinking like what's my ideal dream relationship partner and like you can know your values you can know your non-negotiables you can know who you are but you can't actually know what's right for you in a relationship it's life is going to bring it to you And when the time comes and the right person comes along, you'll experience feelings you've never felt before. And so you like to, to even think that from the, if you're a single woman right now, to think from that vantage point that you already know who you're going to be in a relationship with, you're limiting yourself in such a big way. And it's such a way, you know, when you're on dates, if you're thinking about your ideal guy, you're, you've got the wrong focus. Now he's on a pedestal because you're you're like checking the boxes and thinking about who you imagine him to be, as opposed to actually being in your heart and being in the experience and actually feeling how you feel. The only thing that matters is how you feel. Yet most women are so busy. Like you could have an amazing date. You could feel so good. But if this guy says, oh, he, he's that kind of person or this kind of person or you know something something out of alignment with your idea of this dream man or ideal partner that you are your, your type, 
um, you might not consider going on another date with him. And meanwhile, you felt really amazing on that date. Like we don't even pay attention to how we feel. We're so busy measuring up the person and it's, it's the wrong focus because it's distracting you from your own truth and your own power. I was having this conversation with a client last night. So there has to be a balance between one, when you're in your heart, you'll actually be curious. So one of the qualities of the heart is curiosity. You know, you're not in your heart. If you find yourself on a date, not giving a shit about getting to know the person in front of you, right? That's a skill in and of itself to learn how to ask meaningful questions. And you kind of can't fake curiosity either. And so it is your job to be in your heart and to be genuinely curious about who that person is rather than all the things you just said, deciding you already know based on five words on a dating profile and a couple of really bad selfies <laughs> because <laughs> men don't know how to take pictures for their dating profiles. Maybe that's next for Kate and I teaching men how to take pictures of themselves for dating <laughs> profiles. But that's the first thing about actually getting to know someone is vulnerable. Mm -hmm. giving a shit about that person's world, which can only happen when you are not behaving like a little girl on a date and only caring about how that person makes you feel. Now, equally important, the conversation I had with my client, if you're someone like me and you're recovering from patterns of toxic relationship, you'll tell yourself you feel really good on a date, but what's actually happening is you're forming a, what's called a trauma bond with that person because the feeling is of familiarity. If you're on a date going, oh my God, I feel so good. And it's like mm -hmm. a heightened feeling chances are my love you are now connecting with your brain saying oh this person is familiar you actually and this is why we're having this episode about not dating your type you're telling yourself well this is familiar and if you have a string of to toxic relationships what we want for you is unfamiliar we want ooh, this is actually calmer than I've ever gone on a date with. You've heard me say, I did not walk away from my date with Andrew being excited. Eh, that's how I felt. He was vulnerable. He was willing to answer all my questions. He looked super cute in his three-piece suit. All Very right. Cute. That's yeah, impressive. Oh, he, Andrew yeah. dressed as well. My husband dressed <laughs> as well. And we're still learning how, how to help me <laughs> come, <laughs> and come into my clothes. But I really want you to think about does this feel familiar or is there an unfamiliar feeling that might be peace, mm. you know, curiosity, genuine interest, uh, the, that kind of yumminess of what would be possible with this person? I don't know. It's only been one date. And that's the break set of your type, because when you're saying you have a type and of course, my God, we all, there are th people we're attracted to, right? I'm not, we're not bashing that in any way. This isn't about mm. that you have to go out with people you are not attracted to, dear God, <laughs> that is not what we're saying, but we're saying, get to know yourself. And here, when you're saying I have a type, what is your type been? People that treat you like shit, people that don't show up for you, people that don't take responsibility for their life that maybe you're telling yourself, oh, but I just feel so good with them. Yeah, because your brain is saying this is familiar. 
And this is why the inner work is so important and why getting to know yourself is so important. And then you actually have to train yourself to say, my type are people that show up for me. My type are people that want to create the kind of relationship with me that I want. My type are people that take responsibility for themselves that have emotional intelligence that are also in their heart too. There are tremendous amounts of men doing deep personal development work. There are so many male coaches. There are so many groups. Andrew just signed up for the six week men's group. And he said, there are hundreds of men on this call every Monday night. Right. So no more excuses. Right. If you have to work, you do have to work actually at changing the perception. Yes, there are healthy, amazing people out there, men who want a relationship, but you just can't see them if you're in your toxic patterns and your unhealthy pattern by saying, I'll only date what's familiar to me because what has familiar created for you so far? Yeah, exactly. And, and getting to know someone takes time. It takes yes. time and there's such a rush. And I know your story was rushed and I feel like um, it's important for women to, if you've heard Catherine's love story with Andrew, to not measure yourself against that because often rushed, like I work with so many women who've been in toxic relationships, toxic marriages, and they rushed in the beginning. And it was like, oh, this feels good, because mostly because of the fantasy in their mind that's creating, that's releasing all these chemical endorphins in their body. And now they're like high on that feeling as opposed to like really being embodied. There's a very big difference. And when you're practicing embodiment practices and you're really coming, you're coming home to being present in your body, that like, that's how you have access to that deeper intuition and that deeper truth. But you can't actually, we talked about this on um, Jeffrey and Vanessa's episode, how you can't actually know, um, you know, you can think in the moment, wow, this person, I think this is my person, but you can't actually know until retrospect. You can't know that until way later, but because we think we know, and there's so much fantasy around knowing and just feeling it in the moment when you meet the one or your soulmate that you just are going to feel it and know it. That very belief is the thing that causes people to say yes to toxic relationships because they're, they rush into it. It feels good. This person starts love bombing them and they're like, yep, this is amazing. I'm finally getting love. What's what I've always wanted because I have none within myself. I don't have that sense of worth already built up within me. I'm coming from depletion, from disconnection from myself. And so when someone comes along and they are overly loving and they want to rush into a relationship, of course, a woman who's empty inside is going to be like, yes, that's amazing. This is the thing I've been waiting for. Mm. And it's actually the thing that, that has you leads you blindly into a toxic dynamic. So not that all relationships are toxic, but I, my question for you is in the beginning, if you are rushing it, what's the rush? What's the rush? Like, and the women who are like, oh, I'm rushing because of my age, because I want to have a baby. Okay. That is literally the most important decision you can make on your, in your entire life, who you have a child with. Because even if you get divorced from that person, they're still co-parenting your child. So to rush that decision is just a no, a hard no. Put your eggs in the freezer and, 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 and take the pressure off yourself. But to rush the decision ever, it's like there's no need to rush it. You're going to, one day you'll be married for 50 years and you'll miss out, maybe if you're meant to have that experience, um, but you'll miss the times where you were dating and where you're recording and where you're getting to know each other and where you were like, 
having sleepovers, like it, it, there is such beauty in every phase of a relationship, but most people miss out because they're so busy rushing to the next phase. And of course, I've talked about this before, but that's like the saboteur um, ego inner child-based love where it's like trying to get security from that next phase, that next thing, that next thing. Oh, it, once I have the ring, once we get married, once we get a house, then I'll feel safe, then I'll feel secure only to wake up one day and feel discord and feel dissatisfied and or miserable because you think that's the thing that's going to make you feel good but safety is inside of you it's not outside of you it's not in partnership and so the the ability to switch from focusing on the timeline and actually allowing yourself to just deepen into the experience with mm-hmm. this person, if a relationship feels good as it's organically unfolding, every time they ask you out, check in, how does that feel? Do I, do I feel a yes to it? Do I feel a no to it? What, what's coming up for me? And actually deepening into the experience, what's notice how you are on the dates. Do you, do you, you know, get overly confident and like lie about yourself or do you shrink and collapse and, and, you know, or do you manipulate or do you, are you needy or are you trying to pretend you're cool and aloof? Like, what are you, how are you showing up on dates and start to use dating as a tool to get to know yourself and your protective mechanisms and to just like, yeah, learning how to date from a place of connection and just like being in the experience. Because as soon as you're talking about a type or a checklist, you're in your head and you're disconnected from yourself. And you're not even remotely open to love from that no. place. And I'm so glad that you brought this up be- around rushing because I, Andrew and I did not rush. We moved quickly. It had, we moved forward fairly quickly. I moved in after two months. That's very different than rushing. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you just named that because every woman, you know, that sensation, right? The anxiety driven of I'm rushing to the finish line because I have the checklist. And this is all about me in my actually toxic narrative of using men to give me my dream that I want rather than being genuinely open to love, which is a heart that is curious, a heart that is compassionate, a heart that is actually available and learning how to ask the real questions about partnership because partnership is 100% not just about how you feel with that person. Like, holy fuck. If you want to build a relationship after often how you feel about each other, that's that's, I often say it's like building a house on sand. Yes. And if you're not in your heart and you're not open to love, you're not asking the questions that actually bring you to getting to know who that person is. What do they value? How do they live their life? And over and over again, like you've said, taking your time so you can watch that. How does this person live their life? Do they show up on time? Do they talk about their past and their ex-partners in a positive way? Can they name who they are and what matters to them? Do they freaking have friends? Because the sign of narcissists is they don't have a lot of longtime friends. Mm-hmm. And when you're addicted to your type and you're, t- and you're dating and you're telling yourself, well, I have a type, I have a type, you are actually closed to love. You are not open to love because your type is all in your head. And if you are in your head, you're not open to love anyway, because love happens in your heart. And we could talk forever because we have every, I mean, the whole new truth is about this. You can have security or you can have your soul. I'm really convinced that that's the choice that you're making when you choose a partner. 
Am I choosing from security, from this fantasy idea that this person is going to make me feel safe or my soul aliveness in which I know that my safety lives within me and being in love with this person keeps me on the edge of my seat because love will grow your ass up or it'll keep you in your little girl when you've chosen from security. There mm -hmm. has to be, and this is that place of what is unfamiliar and why investing in yourself, why joining group programs, why taking yourself to the edge of your own seat to build that new neural pathway of patterns that say, I can be a little uncomfortable. I can be a little uncomfortable in my life. I can be a little vulnerable on my dating profile. I can be a little vulnerable about, about going vulnerable, going out with someone who doesn't fit my type. But when I read their profile, my heart skips a beat. When I receive a message from this person, I notice a softness in my belly or in my shoulders and I open in curiosity to this person. It is no one else's job to bring down all the walls that you've built around your heart other than yours. And saying you have a type is actually really adolescent. I only date my type is that adolescent teenage girl whose whose type is is not someone who can actually love and honor her and treat her with respect. Is this familiar and reminding me of all of my toxic patterns that I'm already used to? Or is it unfamiliar enough, not that I'm forcing myself to go out with someone I don't like, but unfamiliar enough and that I can feel, and you, you said it too, that I can feel who I'm becoming through with going on dates with them. I can feel that there's an element of vulnerability in which I kind of can't act out all my bullshit when I'm with that this, this healthy person because that's why real love is scary. And we have to name that, that of course there are elements of surprise and, and discomfort because if you want the real thing, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable because healthy love requires accountability and you showing up in yourself differently than the way most of the planet is, which is all security games and power struggles and acting out and trying to control each other. But, oh, can't wait to rush for that. Can't wait to get a ring so that can be my relationship. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. So we have a big invitation because we did see this in another Facebook group. If you are listening to our podcast and you're already, you know, in a relationship, we would so love to hear your story on our group. If you've ended up with someone who quote unquote, didn't fit your type so that we can hear that narrative and that permission of how beautiful it's been when women were willing to say, actually, I can change the toxic pattern and move into healthy divine partnership or if you're just someone who simply was willing to walk away from quote unquote, her type, we wanna celebrate you and honor you and really create, I mean, the New Truth Movement Facebook group, it's so powerful and we want you to know that you are not alone. We hear from you all the time listening to the podcast, but we want you to all to know each other. That's super important to us. Yes, yeah. Oh my gosh, type. Yeah, it's so wild. I mean, I, I another little, little piece that I'll leave. Um, I mean, we've said this so many times before, but like, just take your focus off of the other person and get into your own lane, into your own vehicle, into your own body, into your own self. And like, who do you want to be? 
how do you want to show up? You know, in, in my work with women, that it's all about stepping into becoming the heroine of their own life. So if you were to become the heroine of your own life, how does she show up on dates? How does she show up in relationship? Who is she? And are you in alignment with that right now? And if you're not, start to cultivate the parts of yourself that you want to experience in dating. Because mm. it takes it like that's how we take our power back rather than thinking we're, you know, still sitting in the fantasy of like, oh, once my type comes along and the right guy comes along, then I'll feel good. And so, like, I mean, we could say this a million times, but you need to hear it. <laughs> get into, get into yourself and feel good. Like get it, create a life that feels aligned for you, that feels alive for you so that you are showing up on these dates filled up within yourself, not needing validation, not needing anything from anyone. And you can just go show up with deep curiosity and allow this person to surprise you and delight you. And if they don't, you know, or if they do, but you're just not feeling it in your heart, maybe they're meant for one of your friends. Maybe you're meant to have another interaction with them in a different way. Um, mm -hmm. But like dating, I feel like I was said this recently on an episode, I can't remember which one, but dating to me is just connecting. It's like, yes. an, it's an opportunity for you to just connect with other humans. And if you take out the pressure and the fantasy story of what you're supposed to have and what it's supposed to look like, and you just allow yourself to show up, to be show up filled up within yourself, you know, do some practices of movement, dance, yoga, have a bubble bath, whatever, before you go on the date. So you feel good and you feel grounded and rooted within yourself. And then just like you said, I love, I love what you said about how the heart um, quality of that. One of the qualities of the heart is curiosity. It's so, it's so true. I mean, think of children are so in their hearts and in their bodies and in the present moment. And they're so curious. They have a million yes. questions, <laughs> like curious to a point of annoyance. And so like be that, allow that part of yourself to unlock when you're on dates and just practice like, okay, what it would, what would it look like to practice being in my heart, being in my body and just coming from curiosity instead of listening to the thoughts in your head that will always be there that are going to tell you who this person is before you even know them. Allow yourself to just have fun and enjoy the process of getting to know other humans. That is what it is. Dating is just meeting. And when we call it dating, that's what creates all the yes. performative pressure. And I, we can't say it enough. And I, I'm going to say this forever, your idea about love and your idea about who your partner should be and your idea about a relationship is blocking you from having the real thing. Your yeah. idea about who you think you should be in order to be magnetic and attractive is blocking you from actually being magnetic and attractive. I was just saying to a client, what do we all think of the person who's trying to look cool? Mm -hmm. I remember in high school when they were trying to look cool and try, what did you think? Were you moved by them? And did you want to go dance with that person? No. Who did mm -hmm. you want to dance with? You wanted to dance with the person who was just being themselves and having the time of their life. Like that's who you want to be around the people that are having the time of their life. And you can be self-conscious or you can be self-confident. You can be 
connected to yourself or disconnected from yourself. You can be addicted to your idea about Mm -hmm. love and your idea of what actually you think is going to make you happy, or you can be open to love, which is open to yourself, open to receiving love from someone else, open to actually taking responsibility for yourself and creating the kind of life and relationship that you want. And over and over again, it's a choice. And it seriously blows my mind that we would ever imagine dating or getting into a relationship without learning about ourselves or without having any self-awareness. I do not understand how we think that that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. But some people still think that's the way to go, but not you because you are listening to the New Truth Podcast and you want more for yourself. And we are so happy that you are here with us. Did you have and more also, to say? I just want to say, remember, like, it's not your fucking job to find love. Like you certainly can show up on dates and connect and meet people and walk through the world with your heart open. Don't just do it on dates walk through the world with your heart open. That's like someone asked in the new truth movement, how do I meet people? I mean, yes, COVID has made meeting people a bit weird in real life, but eventually life will get somewhat back to normal and you'll meet, you know, people on the street, you'll meet people at the grocery store, but you have to be present in the moment, connected, open-hearted and curious everywhere you go. And then I, the other thing is like, trust the universe, like learn how to trust as long as it's actually the saboteur aspect of um that's that's attached to a type is the controller and it's a combination of the fantasy addict and the controller the fantasy addict's like oh this is what it's supposed to look like in order for me to feel worthy inside i've got to have a man that's like this and Mm -hmm. and and a lot of that is our conditioning around what we're supposed to have or maybe it's what you saw you know if you grew up with a single mom and she dated toxic men maybe it's what you witnessed Um, but regardless, it's the fantasy addict and the controller trying to play God and trying to be in control of what you're supposed, what you think you, what you think you need, but life and the universe is going to bring you what you need. But if you're not in your heart and open, you might miss it. You know, you could be missing the actual Mm -hmm. ideal aligned match for you because you're so busy looking for a guy that's X, Y, and Z. And so when you get back into your heart, get back into your body and also trust the divine, trust the universe, whatever you believe, like trust the higher power that there's a bigger plan for you. And you, you don't know in your mind what that is, but you'll know in your heart when you, when you feel it and when you are, are around it, but you have to be home in your body in order to even hear the message to even to, to even be open to it. And we all have blocks around our hearts. Like if you're, if you're here on this planet, we've all been hurt before things have always, you know, things work out, not the way we expect them to life has thrown curveballs, and being connected to yourself is about being devoted to yourself. What are you going to do when life circumstances happen? If you are moved by life circumstances, then you are not grounded in your truth. And if you desire partnership, there actually is a path. There are ways to get in alignment with yourself. There actually, you can learn what are my toxic patterns and how do I step into the behaviors that support me? And if you have heaviness in your heart, there are ways to clear it. And I am so excited to be creating my, I've never done a group dating program before. This is obviously what all of my one-on-one work is about. And Open to Love is my newest eight-week dating program that will start mid-April and the doors will open very soon. 
But if you are someone that's been saying, I only date my type. And if you're someone who's literally like, I have no idea how to do this, or someone who's been dating for years and you're not getting anywhere, actually there's something you're doing wrong. There is, if you are not easily connecting with high quality people and the right people, it usually has something to do with you either showing up like a little girl, showing up in your head, or not having your brain connected to having an unfamiliar brand new experience. And there are teachings around that. And thank freaking God, just like that there are teachings around becoming the most magnetic version of yourself and becoming your future self, becoming the woman you have always wanted to be. You've already been given permission for that, right? And you can decide right now that you will start showing up differently in your life but this is the work. And Kate and I have both done our work and worked very hard and have worked with thousands of women each to create the modalities that we then work through and work with women on. And so this is not a hopeless or even just, I'm going to hope my partner lands in my lap one day, because we actually know that that doesn't work either. And we hope that this episode has been super helpful for you and that you can begin to see how limiting saying that you only date your, I have a type, how limiting that is when you are literally living, breathing magic and limitless possibility. There are things going on in my life right now that I never could have imagined were possible. And I had a conversation with a friend this morning who, who she's like, I think I'm finally getting it. I decide what's possible for me. Mm-hmm. I get it. And it was like the best And that energy, even being around that energy, I decide what's possible for me. And that is the truth for you. You can decide what's possible for you. And if you have only had toxic relationships until now, that is not your freaking destiny. (laughs) If you have only lived in your saboteur until now, that is absolutely not your destiny. You decide what is possible for you. There is a path. There is hope. There is magic that's available, but you're in charge. And it does not change by just hoping it'll change. It changes through your decision. Yeah. So if you found this episode helpful, we would love to hear from you. Please let us know. And maybe you'll open your heart to people that aren't quite your type, but that people could surprise and delight and actually be available to love the real you, not the pretend version. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? that yeah time to reclaim all that you are so you're you're not even in that mentality of like oh i'm gonna find my type and no it like just in that crunchy limited place like you are so expansive you are so divine you are so magnetic and beautiful and yeah it's time to come home if you haven't got it by now (laughs) (laughs) it's time to come home and reclaim all the magic of who you are so that Yeah, you can just get out of this limited way of living. We love you so much and we'll see you soon. See you soon. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.